across the sea of character sheets, deep in the forest of D20s lies the mountain of source books. Welcome to the Mountain of Source Books. We hope you enjoyed your climb. My name is Jeffrey Vincent Dale. Joining me today is Rose. Hi. All right, so we are having slight tech issues. So the, the sound quality is a little bit different for Rose's mic, but it's still pretty clear. So by the time this is posted, uh, it will be the one-year anniversary of the podcast, October 3rd. Oh, wow. That doesn't feel right. <laughs> I yeah, like it's, anything. It's been so long. <laughs> yeah, it's been a weird year. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. for everybody. I don't know. Steve's kind of okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I haven't heard anything bad about anything going on with Steve. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, speaking of stuff that's been going on this year, uh, health update on Teach. Uh, she is done with chemo, so that's good. One step down. A couple days ago, she said she's felt better than she has in months, so that was good. There was a trip to the emergency room today, uh, but she has medication to help with the issue that came up, so she should be okay. So, surgery's up next. We're hoping to actually get everything recorded for the rest of this year before the surgery. So hopefully that will all work out. But yeah, mostly a move in the po- a positive direction. Yes, no. And by a mile what, where this could have gone, it's good so far. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's move on into the news now. Mm-hmm. There have been a lot of very unexpected tabletop RPG announcements lately. Yeah. Some weird ones, yeah. Yeah, so we'll start with Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. On one hand, there are surprisingly not a lot of good cyberpunk games. On the other hand, I don't know what they can do to differentiate themselves in, like, any good fashion. Like, the value in that series has nothing to do with, like, the setting. I could see maybe doing a cyberpunk procedural as like the setup. Like if you do, if you do like the concept of like how it runs, that could work. But like the setting itself, I don't see what's interesting about it. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of details either because it was mostly just a teaser and like them talking about doing it. Yeah. It was an announcement for an announcement. Mm hmm. Uh, and that's going to be made by River Horse Games, who... What else have they done? Uh, they, they did the tabletop RPG of Labyrinth. Uh, they also did Hunger Games, Pacific Rim, Terminator, and My Little Pony. So it looks like it's, they might exclusively be doing licensed stuff. I'm not sure. Weirdly enough, that last one's the only one I think I've heard of anyone playing, and I never played it myself, so not really sure. I had not heard about the Hunger Games one. I'd heard about the others. I own the Labyrinth RPG. We'll, we'll go through that eventually. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, I kind of want to play them up it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's playable options for all of them. 
Yes. Um, I actually ran a uh, Labyrinth Fest adventure in our one D&D campaign, and there were Muppets everywhere, and it was wonderful. Yes, lots of fun. Um, and then I included Muppet Born every single solitary, um, like, oh, can you, every time we like tried to get a new player in, I would include Muppet Born in the possible choices for races, because why not? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. It's. Yeah, I, I can see it being very limited, but if you go into it with that expectation of that's what you're looking for, it, as long as they do it well, I can see it being fun as well. Yeah, I, I'll always go back to uh, the Smallville RPG, of all things. Um, it is a very niche, very specific, well-made RPG, but a game that nobody is going to suggest that we play. And it's yeah. always the case. Like It's always how it ends up going. Is It's like, why do you make these very specific niche RPGs? That said... There's not a lot of good cyberpunk games, so if they make a good one, fantastic. Yeah, we'll see. I'll keep an eye on it. I don't think it's probably going to be one that I buy, but who knows? Maybe it'll surprise us and it'll be really good. And speaking of surprises, one that I'm I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet, but it feels weird that it's happening now. Final Fantasy is getting a tabletop RPG. Specifically yeah, um... Final Fantasy fourteen. Yes, um, I am a long-running subscription to that game. Um, it's good. I would be remiss if not to say I'm a little worried about the roles in the game. Like, if in the game they're fine, but if you're playing a defender and a healer in that game, it can get really boring, especially if you're going to put into a tabletop game. So I really hope they don't adapt it too close. That said, it's got a good setting for that. The thing that I want to bring up more than anything, though, this is not the first Final Fantasy RPG that I have experienced. Hmm. I used to be a uh, tester for uh, the Returners Final Fantasy tabletop RPG that was made. It's a um, non-licensed thing. It's literally it was just a fan-made thing. But it was extremely enormous, and it was terrible and awful, and I just love the fact that I can bring it up. <laughs> yeah, this both this one and uh, the Ghost in the Shell RPG are, are supposed to come out next year. Okay. Uh, the Final Fantasy yeah. one, they have an actual release month, though, is coming out in May. Yeah. I wouldn't... Um be upset to check out that one, but I also don't want to pay too much money because, again, we already do that too often. Yeah, it's uh, they've announced that it's the, the, the launch is going to be a starter set with... Mm -hmm. Let's see. It comes with two core books, pre-made characters, oh, specifically the warrior, the white mage, the dragoon, and the black mage, mm -hmm. uh, and the dice, and a map. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'll I'll look at the reviews. If it's good, I might get it. But it is sixty dollars, which is a bit much yep. for a starter set. Yeah, always the case. I don't have money, <laughs> <laughs> but it is also like I said. It's a, a, as a setting it, go, it goes. I actually really appreciate it because it does a lot of things that, like, it does a lot of things together 
that you think wouldn't work but do. <laughs> yeah, it that's one of those games that I've always been interested in but just couldn't get into it. You don't I, have I tried the time. it once. Yeah, I, that's the big problem. You you don't have the time and then one of the things about that game is you have to get like it is a sink to get to anything that's actually good in the game either. Um the beginning is a slog and it's an unfortunate problem and a lot of people don't get past it and I don't blame them. <laughs> yeah, I I played for maybe like 8 hours. It wasn't very long, but mm-hmm. yeah, I I was very much still in that starting area and not really knowing like all right, how much grind do I have to get through? <laughs> yeah, and the, the, it's a whole thing. I'm not going to go. It's not. A po- we're not doing a podcast about it. So, uh, <laughs> yes, I could. I could say a lot of things. Um, it, it it's one of those things. If you are into it, then you'll enjoy yourself. If you're not, yeah, fine. Anywho, yeah, and another very unexpected RPG. I believe it was teased originally but the Zack Snyder movie that's not even out yet Rebel Moon was announced to have a tabletop RPG I have no idea what to say about the RPG itself but the story here is juicy (laughs) yeah uh, because so Zack Snyder basically told Netflix that in order to get his movie they would need to make a tabletop RPG so they agreed this company, um, Evil Genius Games. Yeah, I think I've seen them before, but I can't look. Let me look. Let me look up what they've done. Give me a minute. Let's see if I can find something besides this particular. Oh, okay, yeah, we also have other stuff. Yeah, it, it looks like their biggest project was uh, basically a, a D twenty modern update for Five E Everyday Heroes. And then they've done some licensed stuff like Pacific Rim and Yeah, they did do a lot of yeah, a lot of specific hmm. Well, either way, um the big important thing about this is that their the ad- adaptation was basically going to be used as a lore bible for the the movie, like the setting that's designed to be in. Mm-hmm. So this is a extremely big important thing for this movie. Netflix decided that they want to cancel it, the entire project, and then claim all of the information in there as their own product. So essentially what they're doing is they're taking the work that these people did for a project and basically saying, well, it's ours now. Yes, they're they're profiting off of work while actively keeping the people who did the work from profiting off of it. Mm-hmm. Now, admittedly, they did get paid to do the job, but that's not the profitable part about RPGs. So it is an extremely shitty thing to do. Especially since they said that uh, Evil Genius Games basically put every other project they were working on on indefinite mm-hmm. hold until they could finish this because of how big this project was. Yeah. It's so, pretty rough. And it is yeah. frustrating because I need to say that he explained to do this. Zack Snyder is not my favorite director by a mile. Mm-hmm. This is the first thing I think he has 
ever done since the Watchmen movie where I'm like, okay, wait, let me look at this. What are you doing here? And as disappointing as that one was overall, this looks like it could be fun. And then stuff like this happens and it's like, well, hmm. especially considering the fact that I'm an enormous RPG fan. So, you know, that's the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, we don't want to go too deep into it because it's not what the podcast yeah. is about again. Yeah, exactly. that's, but that's, uh, yeah, the, the, the trailer for the movie looks pretty cool. I, I, it, I was interested in seeing it. I mean, it looks very derivative of about 50 different things, but that's the thing. If you make it derivative of 50 different things, then it becomes its own thing rather yeah. than just derivative of one thing. I have no idea what their plan is. I haven't seen it, but it looks different for his type of stuff, which is very important that he's usually very style over substance. It's like, it might be fun. Who knows? Yeah, so I, I don't know that I would have been interested in getting a tabletop RPG of this, but oh, if the no. movie is good, Absolutely. I would. Absolutely. But that's the thing, is our thoughts on this have nothing to do with it, because the story has nothing to do with the RPG itself. It has to do all entirely with poor practices from a company who is a bad history of poor practices. Yep. So, you know. It's just a very big mess, and I... Uh... I have a feeling we'll be hearing more about it as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because officially this is in lawsuit territory. They have oh yeah, filed a lawsuit against Netflix at this point. And it's basically like countering things that they have said, like they breach contracts where it's like, no, you're the one breaching the contract right now. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, hopefully that works out for them. Yeah, because that was a pretty terrible thing for Netflix to do is oh, just yeah. kill off any chance at profit. That's what they do. Yeah, that's all we got for this week uh, in terms of news. Well, that being said, we can probably move on to the next bit, which is totally in the same recording block. <laughs> yeah, and totally not being recorded later. <laughs> Absolutely not. But yeah, we're going to move into gameplay for Spooktacular, a game that we talked about last year. Uh, We just never ended up playing it. Spooky. (laughs) Yeah, so we'll move on to character creation now. All right, joining me today for our one-year anniversary recording for character creation for Spooktacular, we have Rose... Howdy ho! We have Steve. Hey. And surprising everyone, we have Teach. Hello. I knew you were going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Although it was touch and go there for a second, but still, I knew you were going to be here. <laughs> I don't. I don't care about cancer. I'm not. I'm not missing the one year anniversary. <laughs> All right. So, as I said, we are doing character creation for the game Spooktacular. We're going to start by going with everyone's archetypes here. Your archetype is a general sort of character that you are. You'll have plenty of opportunities to define your character in more detail as you round out the rest, but your archetype gives you an ability, a special thing that it lets you do in-game by spending one or more awesome points. Unlike a lot of the other things in the game, archetype abilities just work as long as you spend the points on them. 
Though in some cases you may have may have to make rolls to properly use the results. How many are there total again? Twelve in the book. Twelve. Yeah, technically six, and six of them are weird ones that are probably shouldn't, but if you got a good concept for it. Yeah, the first six are like relatively normal, and then the other six are supernatural in origin. All right. Um, so, uh, first of all, for my name, uh, my character is Valerie King. Uh, she is a witch of the 54th Street Coven. In terms of archetype, she could be a couple things. Badass, parapsychologist, definitely not normal. And then charlatan's an option. And then, of course, there's the obvious magician or whatever that is, but I'd prefer to do something normal. Up to you. I think we could do the magic through other things. I mean, it doesn't have to be actual magic. <laughs> it's very important to understand how magic um, in witch covens actually work in general. Okay. So probably parapsychologist, I'm going to say, just because it's unusual. All right. So parapsychologist for Rose. And then Steve, what do you, uh, which one do you want to do? I will be Sheldon. All right, so we got parapsychologist, the charlatan. Okay, so what archetype would be best for someone who ghosts just won't leave them alone? They're terrified of ghosts, and the only reason they joined was to get any sort of form of peace to have ghosts leave them alone. Either normal or badass. Normal, because they're like, oh, geez, I don't want to deal with this. And badass is like, okay, you're stopping now. I'm done here. <laughs> no, 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 no. This person is scared, so definitely not badass. Probably normal then, I would say. Okay. I would also actually suggest the psychic, because uh, that would be, you would be open to the supernatural more. So I could see that being like a bumping up against it without really wanting to, but not being able to help it. Okay, that's actually not a bad idea. Okay, psychic it is. All right. So that's it for the archetypes. That is the hardest part, by the way. <laughs> yes. Now for quirks. All right, mine's actually extremely easy. Um, I went for, I saw on this list things that I absolutely have to do. First off, the first one's not like a quirk. My character is a witch. She's going to be weird enough as it is. And then the other one on here is, um, I'm going to roll something, because why the hell not? Okay. And to be clear, it's it, you have to have at least one quirk, but you can have up to three. I just thought of, like, I ain't afraid of no ghosts, and I'm like, no, I am definitely afraid of ghosts. And I'm like, I want to be that character. That is pretty funny. <laughs> uh, of these ones... Licks thing is a weird one, but I'm not doing what the that. Hell? Even <laughs> telephone ones? Yes. Telephone. What? There are a couple of them that are pretty ridiculous. Ooh, I like this one. Questionable diet. <laughs> podcaster. Yeah, the podcaster is a pretty good one too. <laughs> Which actually, for this setting, actually works pretty well. All right, and then Steve. Okay. Um, he is social media obsessed and a podcaster. <laughs> and 
We'll just say young, because that's also true. Okay. Okay, are we talking like... Uh, my guy's a college intern. Okay, okay, that's, that's good. That's good. All right, that'll be a fun, bring a fun dynamic to things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, mine is a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> a heavy drinker. And likes cheesy 80s music. Oh, oh heavy drinker. Oh. Oh, honey, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure if conspiracy theory... Well, I'm afraid of everything, so I was thinking, like... No, jumps at every little thing is makes yes. a lot of sense for conspiracy theorists. Like you just like it's not that you're like constantly like okay, this has to be the situation that's going on here. It's more like w- w- what if? W- yeah. What if this is the situation? And you're just like constantly like, like kind of like um person who's just like I read this online. Is this what I have? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Terrified of everything. That's pretty much exactly what I'm going for. All right. Next up are stats. Okay, so the way this one works is you get 12 points. You can put these in whatever you would like, but there are four stats. There's action, which is, you know, physical stuff, brains, I know things, contact, dealing with people, and cool, which is um, staying calm and collected. So I already figured these ones out. So for each of these, you get one dice. So um, for me, I'm doing action and brains three, contact two. She is weird and does and people generally speaking do not like her and cool for because she is unflappable in the face of all things <laughs> uh, and your stats have to be a value between one and five okay uh my stats uh three in action two in brains five in contact and two in cool okay i was thinking action five brain five contact and cool one each yeah, so like you're not good with people at all. Although I would, oh, actually, Steve's probably pretty good with people. I have five contacts, so. But like, okay. just just like that, like feeling of like I'm not good with people. People find me off-putting, and I have no cool. I just cannot. I cannot do this. I am afraid of ghosts. I am afraid of people. I I, I have no afraid. chill whatsoever, and I am going to do the entire thing. In a terrified voice. (laughs) Oh, I love it. All right. And then springing up from stats, we have talents. So there's different talents for each stat. So you attach a talent to action brain contact cool? Is that how that works? Yeah, each each one you get something you're better at than the rest, like anything else. Okay. Yeah, so you're you're picking four, one for each talent. And you, you get three extra dice, so you are very good at this. Oh well I already know what mine is. Flee. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Run is on there. I do also like scream is on there. <laughs> So you can only pick one? You can pick one, but like it's something that you're especially good at. So for instance, um, brains could have like so a lot of different things. Like there's arcane rituals, which will probably be my thing, but you could also be good at science. So you're like, I know like actual real science and not all the supernatural stuff. But there's also ridiculous stuff here and there, like sports facts or use the internet. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then, of course, there's other things that are like, this probably is just says what you're cap capable of doing, which is like speak multiple languages. Okay, so basically, since I have a five in action, I'm generally good at all the action stuff, but I choose one thing to be really awesome at. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So as an example, for cool... Give powerful massages. Yes. <laughs> All right. I was looking at that. Retain <laughs> bowel control. <laughs> but like, for example, like you have no cool, but you could be a really good dancer. <laughs> okay. It's like stuff like that, and there's there's plenty of stuff in there. We could all use rap battles. Yes. <laughs> Everyone could do rap battle. My character does not feel like she would be a person who would do rap battles, but maybe who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um. For talents, I will do mine because why not? Um. For action brawl, she is a tough lady. She will punch you in the face if you get in her face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, brains, arcane rituals, because that makes sense. Or or occult lore. One or the other. I'll decide on that later. Okay. For contact, this is a tougher one. Also, like, raise the roof under contact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say bargaining. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and then for cool, I'm going to say nerves of steel. Okay. Oh, nerves straights! Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> I might do that one, but <laughs> you know what? No, I have to. <laughs> I have to do unearthed straights. That is my whole deal. <laughs> and then Steve and Teach, let me know when you're all set. Okay. Okay. Um, my action talent is a uh, drive. He's pretty good at driving. Right. Uh, brains is using the internet. All right. Contact is social media. We're just laying it on thick with the social media. Makes sense. <laughs> and <laughs> cool is insults. All right. <laughs> making fun of people. That sounds like a fun combination. <laughs> Though I was really looking at rap battle. Yes, <laughs> and karaoke. The thing about rap battle is it's, you have to be able to get into a rap battle with somebody, and none of us can rap. I cannot. So I was like, if you make me try rapping in real yeah. life, it would not be good. <laughs> I'm trying to determine the cool one. Uh... The cool one has lots of good ones. Sneak might be not bad. You're afraid of everything, so it's like you're good at sneaking around and not being noticed. Okay, I'm gonna do action flee. Brain, notice stuff. Contact, make excuses. <laughs> and cool, sneak. All right. And now for motivations. For me, I think, honestly, considering the fact that our, our group, we have a, a witch, a podcaster, and a person who does not want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm I'm psychic. I have supernatural powers, so the ghosts are drawn to me. But I feel like that absolutely sounds like somebody who, like, my character sounds like she's the person who, like, put this stuff together, because 
I can, like I guess Steve would make sense too. Whereas yours is like I put this together because I have a podcast and I want us to do that. If we want to go that route, that would be fine there. But otherwise, the idea would be uh, run a successful business because dealing with ghosts is a whole thing. Or vengeance on ghosts is just fun. The idea that I've been steeped in the supernatural for so long, I've dealt with ghosts. I'm pissed off at ghosts now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, the podcasting thing, like Steve being the catalyst. Yeah. Like catalyst organizer or something like that. Yeah. The, the person that got all this start, Hey, I want to do a podcast on ghosts. And then you managed to find a really pissed off person. And then a person who is just like, I, I know I have, I'm, I'm drawn to ghosts. Ghosts just follow me constantly. Yours will be a bit tough for this one if you're going to use these exact ones because of your aversion to it. So probably pick your stuff first because that would make a lot more sense. Okay, why am I making this podcast? Do I want fame and status, money, or proving myself? There's a lot of good options for you. (laughs) I'm going to say my motivation is proving myself. Okay. Okay. Oh, I have mine. So I'm going to go with proving the supernatural uh, because no one believes that ghosts are all around me and they think there's something wrong with me. So along with the fact that I am terrified of ghosts, I need to prove they exist so people stop treating me like they are. Okay, that's a solid one. I like it. And then uh, next up, uh, everybody gets 20 awesome points. And that's just a general thing. Yes. Okay. And then stuff. All right, so everybody gets an etheric ray thrower, which is basically a proton pack. And everybody gets a ghost trap. And then... You also get to pick two more pieces of gear. Oh, Steve, did you come up with a name? Because I didn't come up with a name yet. Uh, Jeremiah Frost. Okay. Yeah, uh, the name and other details is number eight on the list. I don't know why you would go almost last, but that's how they have it in the book. So for me, I have the capability of identifying where they are, so I am essentially an ectometer, correct? Somewhat, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Although I will point out um, your primary use for that would be like using awesome points, so it's not something you can reliably do for the whole game, because you'll run out of them very quickly if you do. Okay. I do also like the description of ectometer. Aside from ability to generate arguments about how it should be pronounced... Does normal stuff count as, like, major stuff? Or is it just the uh, gear-type stuff? It looks like it does count. Okay, I will look through that stuff. And there's also magic stuff, which I remember when we were first going over this last year, we completely overlooked the magic stuff. So, Yeah, so probably we'll do weird magical stuff considering my character. Yeah, crystal ball and uh, spirit candle, probably. Spare underwear is just a 
item. <laughs> I have a crystal ball. I have spin underwear. Look, there is an ability called retain bowel control, so... <laughs> I guess that could be a big thing in this. I don't... We're not playing Fatal. <laughs> yeah, and I think I will have a binding jar instead of my normal trap, because it makes more sense for my character. Okay. That thing is, it's like, oh, yeah, they have all these cool items. <laughs> and then I go down and I'm like, oh, a flashlight. <laughs> that seems super helpful. Yeah, flashlight's <laughs> always something that you need in these types of games. Okay. I'm gonna go with a flashlight and a car. We will need a car. <laughs> I was looking at that, though it does say in the second paragraph, for our purposes, you could assume the company has a decent car without expending gear slot. Okay. Gear slot. Oh, well, okay. never mind. Though, if you want anything fancy or luxury car, then... Uh, never mind. No, our car is not going to be good. I was thinking that. <laughs> at, okay. best we yeah. have a, at best, we have a van. <laughs> I'm okay with a van. Let's see here. At first, I was like looking at that, and I was like, wait, now I'm young. I don't have a vehicle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, he, I'm in college. All right. Scratch that. I'm still chasing. Okay. Uh, here's what I'm going to bring. A, um audio recorder for my podcast. Mm-hmm. And then the alien visor, which is in the... Yeah, it's like you can see supernatural technology. stuff. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Special goggles. Okay. I am going to do the flashlight and the climbing gear. All right. So now we're going to go with names. So I know, Steve and Rose, you've already said your characters' yep. names. Valerie King. Jeremiah Frost. Right, and then Teach, you want to roll or you have one? or I don't have one. Um, I'll roll. All right. So page 24. What dice do I need? Uh, I believe it's, yeah, it's 2d6. 2d6, okay. There are some good names on here. <laughs> and then it's the number on the face of each dice next to each other rather than adding the two numbers together. Yeah, so you could either go like five six or six five okay i've got six three so i'll do winchester as the last name and how about three six gabriel i'm gonna play a guy so gabriel winchester all right and then do we need a company name? Yeah, we can do that. Uh, you can come up with one, or you can roll for it. Because there's a chart for that as well. I mean, our company is kind of based on this podcast, so... I was going to say, really, we need a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a tough one, though. <laughs> Where's the list of stuff, though, just for the hell of it? It's on page 33. 33, okay. Yeah. Can be like the Spook Blast podcast. <laughs> Spook Chasers is not bad. Spectre Smashers. Ow. Also, is this just oh, ghosts? Spectre Inspectors. 
I was like just trying to be like spectral and like I don't know, trying yeah. to like off serial that back. <laughs> are are we just ghosts or are we like full supernatural stuff? Uh I... um uh, uh, my podcast, yeah, it's uh Mainly focuses on ghosts, but I would say like seventy percent of the time, and then you know thirty percent okay. other. Spectre yeah, we'll, we'll go with. <laughs> I do like Spectre Inspectors. I that's good. All right, uh, and then company assets. So uh, this is on page thirty-four. X. <laughs> that's one of the. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Options for the name. Shadow X. <laughs> okay. Now we know where Elon got his name from. <laughs> Company assets. You get to pick two of those. Uh, we definitely don't have a secretary. A cult library not, might not be bad. Or specifically a cult nexus, where we sit on a nexus of occult power. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Honestly, good location in a cult library wouldn't be bad. Also, computers might. I was going to say powerful computers would probably be. Yeah, considering the fact that we're doing a podcast, we might have somebody who has like specifically good tech skills. Famous company has gotten pretty well known. That can't be the case. <laughs> I don't think that could be true. I would say connected could be useful. Research lab, powerful computer. Research lab definitely doesn't sound right for us. Okay. So I'm just saying, like, I'm in college, so I just, for some reason, also think we're just using all the college's stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad idea. Connected might be good just because we're really good with social media. That's the word. I was going to say supernatural media. That yeah. doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so how about connected and powerful computers? Okay. Okay. All right. And then where is our company located? What city, what area of the city? Uh, we're in a college. I was going to say either a dorm room or someone's basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for good. I mean... Because I was thinking I'd live in a damn room, but I was like, oh, maybe I we totally took over an empty classroom <laughs> and an empty <laughs> science lab. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, maybe a college dorm, empty room in the college, or, or someone's basement. Something like that. Because uh, my character 100% lives with their mom. <laughs> I'm the only one who has their shit together, aren't I? <laughs> My character is young. They're doing fine for their, for their age. age. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing okay at all okay. in any way, shape, or form. That is just a general statement. I am not okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's just pick something. Um, empty uh, classroom. Okay. So we, we, we do work out at the college. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like we're sponsored by the college. Yeah, they don't. We just found, we, we we. They don't know. We're we, they don't. They don't know we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, you, you do yeah. all your business online. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, how do people in the area see you? Oh, we are a band of infamous weirdos. hundred <laughs> percent. 
Okay, I changed my mind. I'm not living in my mom's basement. I am living in a van. <laughs> that is our company car. <laughs> I am living in a van down by the river. <laughs> yes. And how did you come by the paratechnology and know how to hunt ghosts? I feel like Steve knows someone who, or can it be one of those uh, podcast like ad, like the standard podcast ads like Manscape and stuff like that? <laughs> Except it's paranaturally technology that we can use. Like it doesn't even have to be for its intended purposes. It's just useful for hunting ghosts. <laughs> That's a good one, but I yeah, I was gonna say like you know I took it from a class. Uh... We could know a professor who is like super into this weird crap, and it's just like we're borrowing stuff from them. Maybe they don't know. <laughs> I totally traded some underclassmen some alcohol for this. <laughs> what was the idea for how we got this equipment, uh, Rose? The idea of a, like, it's it's not even intended for ghost hunting, but it's useful for it. Um, but it's kind of like one of those, like, regular podcast ads like Manscape, where it's like, they just send these out to literally anyone they can. And if somebody takes it, that that's just their regular ads. Uh, great. I love it. Let's go with that. I found it in a cereal box. <laughs> 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 Unlicensed <laughs> nuclear accelerator? What? <laughs> and then uh, that's all I needed from all of you. Uh, I think I am going to have fun and uh, roll the story idea for the, the, the session on the generator table in the, in the book. Okay. That can be fun. <laughs> I'm very curious about the whole needing to maintain your bowels thing and the fact that it's brought up t in two different sections like you can bring a change of underwear I don't think that's a standard thing but just in case you know do you get minus one if you poop yourself like what I imagine it would have an effect on, on uh, dealing with people <laughs> oh yeah I guess so <laughs> All right, so yeah, that'll be it for character creation. The plan is to have gameplay starting up in two weeks on October the 17th. Uh, I, I would like to get all the gameplay out by the end of the month, so we might have extra episodes. Uh, we do have to allow for scheduling issues, um, but my goal is to have it the first, the first episode of actual gameplay on the 17th, and then try and get all of the gameplay out by Halloween. If we can. Uh, it's a big if, but that's my goal. Spooky November. <laughs> I, I mean, last time our, our Halloween content lasted into January. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, that, that'll be it for this week. So hopefully you will hear from us again in two weeks. And with all that said... Thank you for joining us, and careful on your way back down the mountain.